Hello, friends. This is Gabi. Welcome back to Monday Morning Espresso. I realize it has been a long time since we have talked here, and I'm sorry about that. I really have just been in the throes of it with my kids all summer, and now I'm actually prepping to leave on a trip to Ecuador next weekend, which is really exciting, but um, I'm using all my spare time now that my daughter just went to preschool for the first day today. Uh, to prep for that meeting in Ecuador. Um, I'm really excited. I'll tell you all about it when I get back, but I only have about five minutes before I have to go pick up my kids from school, but I was just here reading in Matthew in the Passion Translation and something stuck out at me that really moved me and I wanted to share it with you guys in case it also was something meaningful for you. It was specifically meaningful to me just because this summer, um, while it was wonderful being home with my kids, I ended up having to face some pretty big challenges and walking through some things that were kind of heartbreaking for me. And this that's why this particular story has been very, very moving. So I wanted to share it with you. Um, I am going through the whole New Testament in the Passion Translation right now, and it's taking me a long time because it's so, so beautiful. I read every single footnote. Everything just moves me, and I don't want to rush through it just for the sake of reading. So all that to say, I'm still only in the middle of Matthew. But just now, I was reading in Matthew 14, and it starts with the story of when John the Baptist was beheaded by King Herod, which is a really sad story. Um, even Herod didn't want to behead John the Baptist, but he kind of made this rash promise to this dancer and said, anything you want, I'll give you. And the dancer told him that she wanted John the Baptist's head on a platter. So in order to not embarrass himself in front of his party guests, he decided to give her the request that she had given and give her John the Baptist's head on a platter. So John's disciples, John the Baptist's disciples, went to tell Jesus what happened because Jesus was not only John the Baptist's cousin, but they were also friends. And yeah, I just imagine that it was really heartbreaking for him. And it says here in verse 13 that on hearing this, that is the good news or the bad news, I'm sorry, about John the Baptist being beheaded, Jesus slipped away privately by boat to be alone. But when the crowds discovered he had sailed away, they emerged from all the nearby towns and followed him on foot. So when Jesus landed, he had a huge crowd waiting for him. Seeing so many people, his heart was deeply moved with compassion toward them. So he healed all the sick who were in the crowd. Now, I don't know about you, but it just really strikes me that Jesus heard this news about John and he was grieving like it broke his heart. Even Jesus could become sad over the news of death because death was never in his in the plan from the beginning of time death wasn't supposed to be part of the plan and it, it ended up being just this thing in humanity that we're just allergic to and even even Jesus displayed this as he wept at Lazarus's tomb here when he is grieved over John the Baptist's death he goes away to slip away privately to be alone in a boat because he just needed some time to process what had just happened to John the Baptist. But when he gets off the boat, there's a crowd waiting for him. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I go through a hard time, I really just want to slip away and be alone. In fact, sometimes it's almost like being around people just, you know, it can make it worse unless it's just the right 
person, you know, a comfort person or something like that. But to have to go and minister to a crowd of people in the midst of grief, that can be really, really difficult. However, I'm finding right now, even in this season that I'm in, that sometimes the Lord asks us to do that. The Lord gives us the opportunity to do that, just like Jesus. He opens up an opportunity for us to go and minister to people, right? as we're processing grief. And I think there's something powerful about that because if you are allowing your heart to be open and soft in the presence of the Lord, then your grief can become something that can really actually minister to people right where they're at. It makes you feel it makes you seem real. It makes you seem like you actually feel someone else's pain. If you're allow if you're allowing yourself to feel pain at the same time someone else is feeling pain and reach out in compassion, even in the midst of your own grief, it takes a lot of strength. But I think there's something really beautiful there. And that's what moved me about this passage. And guys, guess what I never realized before? Right after this is the miracle of him feeding the multitudes with five loaves and two fish. How incredible is that? And it just struck me. I I really felt the Lord speaking to my spirit that if I am willing to step out into opportunities of ministry, even in the midst of my own grief, that that is when a miracle happens because it really is just a picture of Christ. Even just the fact that when he died and he suffered for our sins, after that, was when the reaping began to happen. The harvest of souls and of people coming back into relationship and reconciliation with the Father. That happened, that is the most amazing miracle of all time. And that happened after the very, very darkest day. And I think that this is a picture of that. Jesus lost his friend, and then here we have the this miracle of all these people being fed. Will you allow someone to be fed out of your grief today? Will you allow someone to be touched? And will you allow yourself to have compassion even in the midst of your grief? We are all called to be Christ-like, and he did not say no to people who were hurting just because he was hurting too. I know that I am challenged by this, and I, I think maybe you are as well. So that's kind of my challenge for this week, to continue to move forward, even in the places where I'm hurting, and allow myself to be a minister of the gospel no matter what. Let me know what you think of this. I'm happy to be back. I'm sorry I got to run and get my kids, but I just really, really hope that it encouraged you. And here's hoping that we get back on track with Monday Morning Espresso. Have a great day, guys. Talk to you soon.